0: So, yesterday was Daftes Zion, today is Davyut Zion, Hashem, we finished a parak today, so we are Baruch Hashem, well on our way. So let's get started on what did we learn yesterday, Daftes Zion, we started at the Tashmah at the bottom of the page, and we were trying to prove the Machlok, regarding the Machlok between Repub and Ravuna Braid, Rav Yeshua, what is the halachic status of Porutz Ke'omid. When it's the exact same uh, open as there is standing for the machitza. And we talked about with regards how it relates to a shiara, a caravan. We brought down a case of a caravan that's uh, traveling and it comes Shabbos. And they make they basically take everything that they can to create an area. And the halacha is is they have to make sure that you don't leave space between the camels. The size of a camel, and between the saddles, bet- the size of a saddle, and between the saddle, uh, the, the 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 what we, the saddle blankets, the uh, the size of a saddle blankets, um, which is basically saying that if you're leaving it exactly the same, it sounds like it's no good, which basically is saying sounds to us that fifty fifty is not okay. You need fifty one percent at least or whatever, more than 50% to be acceptable. So that is the Gemara's Raya. Basically, it sounds like a Raya to Rav to Yeshua. Rav Papa answers, we answered on behalf of Rapapa that we're talking again about if you leave enough space to put a camel in, by definition, that means that there's more space than just the camel. And that means it's more open than, than uh, and that would be parot's more than, than the omit, which is the problem. Um, But if it was 50-50, it would be okay. Um, Next, we brought a raya from a very interesting summary of uh, basically Mechitzos with regards, it was really talking about Mechitzos as it relates to the laws of Kelayim, what you're allowed to plant on. We know that there is a major leniency when there's a fence that uh, you're allowed to plant on one side and also immediately on the other side, even though they're not really being separated under the ground. That's uh, halacha with regards to claim, but you need a fence. Now, therefore, there's a lot of definitions necessary to understand what type of fence we're talking about. So, we said that there are three midos as it relates to mechitzos. If it's less than three, then you need that, uh, meaning the sticks that we're using are less than three each. So then the maximum distance is up, it cannot have 3. Um, because then a goat might be able to come in, basically it's past the measure of lovehood, and that's a problem. If it's from 3 to 4, so then you need that it can't be enough space the same size as those boards are. So a board is 3, you've got to have the space next to it, not as equal to it. Um, because then it would be parutz ka'omid and then it's no good if it's parutz ka'omid that's what it's saying and if it's parutz merupal o'mid if it's more open than standing then even next to that which is standing you're not allowed to plant um, if it's beyond four uh, and from four t'vachim up until ten amos so then the gap needs to be the same as they are um, as, um, and um, as long as it can you just have to be careful not to be parts colmade again, it sounds like fifty fifty is no good, which is to be sure that 's what it sounds like uh, but if it 's parts colmade, so then um, here in this case, what, right opposite what 's standing, you would be allowed to plant because now it 's a significant piece of wall it 's already four twa and it 's considered significant. Um, but opposite the open parts, since you don't, it's not considered a mechitz. It's not going to be acceptable. If it's more standing than within, than what's open, so then even um, what is what is then even the open area is acceptable to plant. If one of the openings is wider than ten, ten amos, so then if, then that would be usur, and that's because that's too large of a gap to be considered a doorway. If there are there are, there are skinny thin um, pegs going into the ground, sharp that stick down, and you have something on top of them, so now you got what's called a something across and something down, so then that could be even wider than than uh, than ten Amas, and uh, that's the basic quote. So as the raya sounds like is that uh, in the ratio we said that if it's up from 3 to 4, as long as it doesn't have as, the same amount of space as they are, doesn't that really disprove Rav Papu, who says basically uh, 50-50 is acceptable. Here saying if it's 50-50, it's not good. So Rav will tell you that Meloam means that it's meaning with a little bit of room, which by definition will mean that there's more open than, than closed so the Gemara says and it makes sense because if you look at the later it says if it's the Barutz is Merubala Omed if it, the, what's open is more than what's standing then even Kinegata Omed you can't plant um, if it's if it's, uh, if it's less than four if it's between three and four so um, uh, what, what if it's 50-50 it sounds like I would be allowed to plant there so you see 50-50 is good So the Gemara says, wait a second, so then is this really saying like Rav Papa against Rav Funer Breder Rishua? Is it a disproof? So the Gemara says, no. Um, Because it also sounds like Rav Funer Breder from the Seifa. So the Gemara says, because the Seifa says very clearly, if it's 50-50, it's no good. Um, Anyway, so the Seifa is a kasha on Rav Papa, the Rish is a kasha on Rav Rishua, and we said they each can explain the other one. And um, we know that there's a, just like um, uh, so, Rapapa will tell you that since in the ratio we had to say Parutz merubala Omed, so therefore the seifa we said omid merubala paruts, even though it's not true. It's just to keep the contrast. And then the ratio, uh, Rafuna would answer the ratio the same way that uh, since we're going to have to say in the seifa omid paruts, only then it's okay. So, that's why we said it that way as well over here. So, again, that's the uh, same answer. Now the Gemara says, wait a second. According to our Papa, there's a difference in halacha between um, up to three and more than three. Okay, um, but according to Rav Huna and Yeshua, they're really the same thing. If it's less than three and three itself, you can't have pinceleset shlosha. So the says, you're right, but the reason why I didn't say it, even though the halacha could have been joined together into one case, is because the reasoning for it is very different. The reason why when it's very thin pegs and you have a gap of three is no good is because the goats can fit in, meaning it's not, it's past the, ne- the measure of love. But when, it's, when, it's, when the pieces are three and the gap is three, that's not the problem. The problem is a different reason, it's because it's paritz ka'omid, which is not acceptable. So um, anyway, so that's the that's the reason, uh, that's why it's not joined together. So the Gemara just was bothered by another another facet of this quote. Number one, we started off saying that if it's uh, that that uh, that it's that, that that three is your is your measure for love. It sounds like the, we're going like the rabbana. Problem is, is that we said when we afterwards we said that from three to four, um, it's. Uh, um, the, 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 if it's more than three, up until four, uh, then 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 those pieces are uh, that, that 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 sounds like that. There's something happening at four tvachim, which sounds like loveit is extending up until four. So which is it? Are we going like the Rabbana to say loveit is at three, or we going like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel who says that love is up to four t'vachim? So the Gemara says we saw two answers. Because otherwise, there's nothing special about about four. Why? To, what three and four is no difference if you're going with the Rabbanon. So, um Rabbi says that actually that the the, the since in the ratio it's going with the Rabbanon, the saves also go along with the rabbanan. And the Rabbanon, even even though as far as lovehood, once it's more than three, it's already you know bigger piece. But um, there's still it needs to, in order to be able to plant on the other side of something. It needs to be more significant, and they agree that you need four tvachim. That's already considered a significant board, and I would be allowed to plant on the other side. And that's the accomplishment of four. Even the abundant agreed to that concept. Um, next, we saw is uh, the uh, that's a that's a bias take. Rava says the other way around. The safest from Roshim the race is also Rav Shem Aye, why does it say only three tvachim? Because even Roshim Gamliel says that your lava that's down below where the goats are is compromised when it's more than 3 because the goats can come through that negates the love the love a love is a virtual wall a virtual wall doesn't work when people are preaching the wall okay so and that's why even though technically it gives you a love normally till four fakhim um because up until four it's insignificant space only four is considered significant nevertheless when it's down below if the if the animals can come through in and out that's already a reason in and of itself. So that was the that was how he dealt with this the contradiction. Okay. Back to our original question. So we said we quoted a source that seemed very clearly to say that when it's fifty fifty, the we had seen this case before. These defanos, it, it's mostly psachim and halonos, and it's mutter, as long as it's it sounds like it's only acceptable when what's standing is bigger than what's open. Okay? So, um, that's very clearly saying when it's 50-50 it's not good, which is a raya again to Rav Unabrei, to Rabbi Yeshua. So the converse says, you know what? This is a tiyufta to Rav Papa. So tiyufta. he's completely disproven, doesn't fit in with Rav Papa. What's the halacha? The halacha is like Rav Papa. anyway. Tiyufta. Tiyufta is expression of disproof. Disproven, right? So the Gemara says that, uh, so the Gemara says, how can it be Tiyofta Since when do you have that? So the Gemara says yes, because although it's true, this Braisa is clearly not going like Rav Papa, nevertheless, the Mishnah is midu, more midway like Rav Papa, and the Mishnah says 50 50 is acceptable, so therefore, and that's more authoritative, and that's why that became the halacha. So interesting. Sometimes, even when you're completely disproven, you're still right. Okay, it's good to know. <laughs> okay, that brought us to the next Mishnah, which is um, uh, talking also along the cases of the shiara, and one of the ways that you can uh, delineate your area is if you have some ropes and you have some pegs, you can run the rope along the pegs, and uh, if you do, if you, if you know what you're doing, that you the height of your fence can be ten Fachim uh, as long as you're the thickness of the rope between all three times, because you have to do three layers, three Tvachim, just under three Tvachim gap each one, so that's three, six, nine almost, just under nine, plus the thickness of the rope will get you all the way up to ten after the three levels of rope, and that is the case that you would be able to have um, uh, basically a kosher delineated area that you would be allowed to carry in. Okay, that's what the mission says. Um, then we also said that also if you want to just use kanim and that you don't have a rope, so if you have enough of them, you can situate them uh, closer than just under three t'vachim apart, and that would also create an area that would allow you to carry. Um, and the question is, and this is a important, because we'll keep us into today's daf, uh, according to Reb Yehuda, this is a special leniency, only for shiara, only for people who are traveling in a caravan. There's limited needs, limited capabilities. They're stuck on Shabbos somewhere in the in the plains, you know, heading out west. So we made allowances, but uh, in general, we would never uh, allow the, this these types of leniencies. That's sheetas. you heading out west. I'm giving example, like in the, the used to well, be the old days. No right. I'm saying exactly the covered wagons. People were you know going westward. I'm giving. I said west because that's a, a, a an American example. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they're trying to you know whatever it is against the Indians. Exactly right. They have to protect themselves. They did exactly this type of thing. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, next, we, so that's Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. say, no, it's not only by a Shiara. They gave Shiara as an example because that's a normal case when you have limited capabilities. But these walls work completely. We saw the opinion of Rabbi Yudha, which seems to repeat the Tanakamas, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, which is that if it doesn't have two directions in your fence, it's not really a good fence. Okay, it needs a chassis which is up and down, and an Aurig, which is side to side. Only then is it considered a kosher fence. And the Chacham say, not true. One of the two is fine also. Which seems to repeat uh, the Chacham from before. So we'll get to that. That's coming up. So first thing is, Rav Huna, in the name of Rav, says, we know that, that, that when it comes to a chassis, when it comes to the up and downs, we said if it's omid Merubal of Barutz, then it's, uh, that's good enough. Right? Meaning you have more standing than the gaps, then it's considered an enclosure. Does that also work for horizontal as well, when it's a horizontal construct? So, um, so Abaye thought he had a raya from our Mishnah. The Mishnah says that the chavolim, as well as their thickness, is more than a tefach. Now why would I need that, that it should be more than a tefach? Uh, because then you have a gap of less than three tefachim each, and then together with everything, you have ten tefachim on top, you know, to the top one. Why would that be necessary? Let's get a very thin rope under three on bottom, um, and then another uh, three gap of three, and then a gap of four, and uh, and it'll be omey rube ala because when it's under three, it's lavud. It's we look at it as if it's completely closed. So we have six between the two of them. Plus, uh, six to four. Six is the majority. It's all been apart. It should be acceptable horizontally. Obviously, it doesn't work by Arif. That's what, what, that is what he thought is a good rise. So the priest says, no, that's not a right. And here's why. Where are you going to put the gap of four? Remember, we have a very thin string. Mm-hmm. And we have three levels. Three, three, and four. The question is, where's the gap of four? If you're putting the gap of four on the bottom, that's for sure not going to work. Because then the goats can come in, and then the whole is falling apart. Let's forget about it. What, are you going to put it on top? That's also no good. Why? Because the top string, it's very thin. It has airspace on the top, airspace below a four t'vachem, significant airspace on both sides. That's osi avir mehaegisav, avir mehaegisav So that line in the middle is being completely negated as well. That's also nothing. I, what are you going to say, that the middle gap is what you're talking about? Three over here, which is lavut, that's like a wall. Three over here, which is lavut, and then you have a gap of four in the middle. That's not going to work either, and here's why. Because um, we, we know oh, there's a discussion whether omen, rubal, or parutz needs to be... One side of the amut is, is bigger than the parutz? Or, even, or, or is it even work when there's two separate amutim that are smaller than the, than the pritza? But between the two, they're bigger. Does that work? And that was actually, that was actually not clear. Okay, That was something that, was, uh, that we didn't want to commit to. So are you, you're basically forcing yourself to take sides on that and say that each one, even though there are only three, and this one's also three, they're not, not bigger than the four. So the commercial says, you're right. This is not what the question was. That's not the case at all. The case was a little bit different. We're talking about a machtelas a mat that's a, that's seven and a bit. And you cut a gap in the middle of the mat of three, a three tefach gap, and uh, you left the lip on the bottom. So now, that lip that's on the bottom of the mat is just under three tefach from the ground, which we look at as if it's enclosed. Then you have a gap of three, and then you have a bigger piece of four. And that gets you to ten altogether. Three, three, and four is ten. And now... With the quite this is a question. It's all made merubah because you have four on one side, three and and three on the other side. There's they're more than the gap in the middle. Is that acceptable in Hilchas and in Ariv as well? That's the question of Rav Hamnuna whether that's acceptable or not. Okay, so at least we got what the question is, um, and basically. Um, well, that was one answer. We also saw Rav Ashi says that a uh, different answer, that, we thought, that his question was a mechitza tuluya. We have a full mechitza that's 10 t'vachim, but it's above three t'vachim from the ground. And the question is, it's a hanging mechitza, is that acceptable or not? And the Gemara says, no, it is not acceptable. That's At least that's for sure not acceptable because the only time we allow for mechitza to luya, a hanging mechitza, is for water, a special len- leniency in dispensation for water that allows uh, a hanging mechitza to be acceptable. And I believe that is where we got up to yesterday. We didn't quite finish yesterday's stuff. We'll take it from here. One second.